My name is Cassie and I'm the founder of Fatco, where we use these guys to make this stuff. Let me explain. At Fatco, we specialize in making natural and organic skin and body care products, many of which contain tallow. It's nutrient dense and healing. It's extremely high in vitamins A, D, K, and E, all super important for skin health. It's natural, it's healthy, and it's sustainable. People are saying, oh yeah, when you're finals MVP, you're not the best player on the planet. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. I don't care if it's a week, two, four, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? LeBron James. That's who y'all gotta start, start appreciating. And you gotta stop disrespecting this man. The disrespect is real, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not even talking about LeBron this time. Welcome to the Pride for Takes Podcast. It is your boy Pride. We're gonna go on a journey, you and I. We got a very interesting show, Juan Soto, which is exactly where we're going to start. My guy said, eh, 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 to the good old Nationals. Matter of fact, I don't even want to start there. There's one more thing I want to start with. There's a thing I used to do back in the olden days, way back in the olden days. I used to start off every Monday with hot takes, but I'm about to bring it back. This is my hot take. This is one that, you know, time will tell. I believe not only will Kevin Durant not get traded this year. I believe wholeheartedly that Kevin Durant is going to finish his entire contract with the Brooklyn Nets. I already went to y'all the whole reason on why I don't think he'll get traded this upcoming year. Why I believe he'll end up starting. Combine those four reasons. If you don't remember, just take. I'll, I'll I'll recap it real quick. One, KD with the four years, just signing that four year extension. He can't walk. He has no out. Two, Sean Marks want everything possible because he understands I have leverage. So I'm gonna make teams have to give me everything, and not a lot of teams are gonna do that. Three, a lot of the young talent that Sean Marks would want are are, are a part of the rookie designate um the designated rookie rule, and unless they move Ben Simmons. They won't be able to get them in four. There is now this entire narrative going around Kevin Durant. We watch Brooklyn do everything for you, and they refuse. And, and now you're tra- now you're demanding a trade. Combine that all with the fact that honestly, I think I think they've made some solid offseason moves. Um, in my opinion, the TJ Warren pickup I think was great. It has potential to a very cheap deal, and at the same time, it has potential to really go boom. Right? You obviously. You got Kyrie coming back. Honestly, I, I like the moves. I really do. So I just, I think combined everything, he ends up sending his entire, entire contract. The rest, these next four years, I think he ends up right there in Brooklyn. No questions about it. Now, moving on, Juan Soto. The Nationals offered the man 15 years, $400 million contract. He turned it down. People are kind of, Come at him a little hot. I'm here to tell you why he's not crazy. First and foremost, this is not the first contract he turned down from the Nationals. So what does that tell you? He doesn't want to be there, right? Before the offseason lockout, they offered him a 13-year, $350 million contract. That's what they offered him. And he was like, (laughs) 
No, no. And this wasn't, it was Juan Soto himself who, who said this. He was the one who ended up saying, I rejected it. Now, a lot of people are looking at the money and saying, why would he turn it down? Well, here's the thing. First and foremost, Juan Soto is a special kind of cat. You can market him. He's got a lot of marketing ability. So I'm pretty sure Juan Soto is the type of dude to be like, you know what? I'll sacrifice some money here and there. Still get paid, of course. But I know I can make up what I'm losing. I could make it up in endorsements. I could make it up in shoe deals. I could make up with it in commercials, sponsorships. I could make that up. We're talking about a dude at worst top 15. He's a top 15 player in baseball at worst. He's young. He's exciting. People want to watch him. And he's in an organization right now. It's crazy. The Nationals won in 2019. Could have fooled me. Could have fooled me. Could have fooled me. This team has been going down for a while. Ever since they won the ring, matter of fact. They've been going downhill. And now you want your youngster to commit with you for 15 years. And there's no plan. In that 15-year deal, there's no out. There's no player option, right? There's nothing. So Juan Soto is basically stuck. Why would he want to be stuck with a team that's not even making the right moves? They're even making the right moves. One of the biggest contracts, Steven uh, Steven Strasburg. I don't know who gets injured more, him or Chris Sale. It's ridiculous at this point. I don't know who gets injured more. And, and and Juan Soto is supposed to want to be like, yeah, let's go. The guy has to put up Hall of Fame numbers just for them to win, what, 70 games? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? He's going to have to shatter records just for them to not even be a 500 ball club. I got people mad at him, disrespecting him, calling him out his name, talking about, this is the one that killed me. How can you turn down that type of money? Uh, easy, because when you're a guy, his talent, another team is going to pay him. Another team is going to pay him. And this is something that people don't have it really understand or grasp of this entire situation. What if he doesn't want a 15-year deal? Is that a realm of, what if he wants to go the Max Scherzer route? You give me a three-year deal with a bunch of moolah. What if that's something he wants to do? But no, no, no. As soon as people see $440 million, he's supposed to sign on the dotted line, no hint, no and ifs or buts about it. Well, people are making they're making this mistake and 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 pretending he's in the situation of a Billy Hamilton, right? Where when he was on when he moved on from the Reds, it was a situation where it was like, all right, you gotta prove yourself. He took a risk on himself, hasn't really paid off from him. Juan Soto is a phenomenal talent. Juan Soto starts on every single team right here. You name me the best team. What's the most star-studded team? Dodgers? He's starting there without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt, he's starting. He's your everyday starter. Houston, everyday starter. Chicago, everyday starter. Should I continue? Red Sox, Yankees, Marlins. The uh, wherever, wherever you want to put him, he's your everyday starter. If I and honestly, I'm not, I'm in the minority where I believe 
Juan Soto is not out of pocket for not signing this because why would you want to sign this knowing the organization? Like you're taking a huge leap of faith, and if you don't have that faith in your in that organization, why are you gonna take that leap of faith? Is is this what it's like? That is the equivalent. That is the equivalent of me, right? I see a cutie, right? She bad, right? I'm talking about she, she got the bazungas and the badunkas, right? She got it all, right? I look at her, but she for the streets, right? She ain't a girl that you bring to your sheets. You feel me? Now, imagine I get down over, I propose. Everything that happens from her cheating, her giving me an STD, her then divorcing me and taking half of my stuff, all that stuff, I deserve without a shadow of a doubt. Why? Because I put myself in that position. I knew she is not wifey material. I tried to turn a hoe into a housewife. It did not work. I'm a boo-boo the fool for trying it. Why is Juan Soto going to end up having to kill himself and put all, like, I'm talking about the, the numbers he's got to put up just for them to win 60 or 70 games. He has one off, off, one off week, and there goes the entire season. Imagine. Imagine you need to have the home runs of a San Francisco giant Barry Bonds. A prime Ichiro Suzuki. You need to have that contact. The base running of Ricky. It's, 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 he needs to be the greatest of all time. So why would he want to stay there? I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not mad at him for not taking that. As a matter of fact, he should have told him no. And again, this isn't the first contract he turned down. They offered him 13 years. And at the time of the 13 years, one of the biggest problems that he had was 13 years. That was the biggest problem. That was the biggest problem. That's why he didn't really, you know, that's why he didn't really rock with it. And then it came out that like in the Nationals offer, he wouldn't even be paid top 10 in the league. So now he's like, all right, cool. So you want me to stay here for three for 15 years, and you're not even gonna make me the highest payer highest paid player per year. That's insane to me. Do what Max Scherzer did, bro. Take a three-year deal. Heck, do what Carlos Correa did. Take a three-year deal with two player options in there. I'm not mad at him at all. I'm not mad at him at all. And like I said, and I, I will say this to my dying breath. If if it was if it was up to me, I would have done the same exact thing. And people are gonna be like, oh well, what about the money? Unfortunately for the Nationals, there's other franchises out there. It's not just the Nationals or bust. There's other franchises out there for a guy in Juan Soto who's proven at bare minimum to be a top 15 player in the MLB. At the at worst. I think he's top 10. But if you don't want to agree with me and you want to go, all right, 15, five, whatever, top 15, whatever the case may be, 15, 15. And of those players, I promise you 15 of them, all, like all, like all, let's say he's at 15th, right? Let's play this game. Let's say he's at 15th. I promise you the 14 players above him, I promise you they're not all outfielders. I promise you that. I promise you they're not outfielders. So what does that mean? Goes back to what I said before. He's starting on every single team without a shadow of a doubt. No debate. In, in my opinion, no debate. 
No, we gotta kill him because he ain't take, he, he didn't take that money. He didn't take that money. What a time, ladies and gentlemen, be alive. What a time indeed. But speaking about a time, these two guys, it's time for them to have their bounce back years. But who's more likely to do it? Russell Westbrook or James Harden? Before we get into it, this is what Russell Westbrook uh did in uh this year with the Lakers. 78 games, 18 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists, 44% from the field, 29% from three, 66% from the free throw line, which zoinks. Obviously, people are going to mention the turnovers. I'm not even, I'm not even going to harp on that. We already know all that. James Harden, in 65 games played, 22 points, 7 rebounds, 10 assists, Shot 41% from the floor, 33% from three, 87% from the free throw line. Another guy who kind of does like to turn the ball over. But honestly, I think James Harden is more likely to uh, to have the bounce back here. And there's many reasons for that. Many reasons for that. First and foremost, every time we every time Russ has to take a back seat, he he it, that that's not conducive to his play style. If you don't believe me. Every single time in Oklahoma City, when he had to take the backseat to Kevin Durant, you tell me what would happen. He would not look the same. He would. He would look awkward and off, and it kind of didn't really know what to do. See, the only difference was back then, he was a ball stopper. Because people forgot, when Russell Westbrook came out of UCLA, his reputation was as a ball stopper. He was a defensive, he was a defensive juggernaut at the point. Right when when he ended up going to Oklahoma City and they put him at the point, it was for his defense. People forget that. Then as time went on, he stopped playing defense. Then at one point, I think it's like the last two years, he really didn't play that much defense. But when Kevin Durant had the ball, he looked off. Right? He looked off. Right? Then it was just him or bust. And then he started getting his triple doubles. Right? He then goes up to the Rockets. Has to take the second seat and did not like it. Started complaining, saying it wasn't fair. This, that, and the third, yada, 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 all that stuff. You now go to the Wizards, and it's the same thing with him and Bradley Beal. Only thing that really seen was Bradley Beal was a little injured here and there. So that's kind of the only reason why he never really complained too, too much. Now the Lakers. And here's the thing. Here's the funny part. People are saying, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to poop on a guy um, 18, 7, and 7. Well, yeah, because those seven assists, how many turnovers is he giving you? That's bad. The 18 points, yeah, it's taking him like, what, 20 shots to get the 18, 18 points? At some point, it's counterproductive. It's counterproductive. Now, if we look over to, to, to James Harden, not only can he shoot the ball better, but he has a relatively better system built around him, and it's a system he can fit in. It's a situation where he can just be like, all right. For instance, when he when he ended up going to Philly, how many times did we see James Harden just dish the ball, 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 and not care and let everyone else get their buckets? I, I Honestly, I, I think the only way Russ can have a bounce back gear is if he get traded to a situation where it's just him or bust. Kind of try to recreate the Oklahoma City, um, Oklahoma City Thunder days. That's the only that's the only thing I could think of. 
and, and, and like I said, I'm not even trying to be rude. Because, and here's the thing, because a lot of people get mad at me when I criticize Russell Westbrook, right? And they go, oh, well, you're forgetting what he did with the triple doubles back in his OKC days, right? And I go, look, I'm not even trying to be that guy. I'm really not, right? I'm trying to be calm, cool, and collected and whatnot. But if you need to, if you need to prove a guy is good today, tell me what he did four or five years ago. You lost. You lost, right? Like, if you need to tell me, oh, yeah, Russ is still good today because he got an MVP in 2016. There's been years since that, and he's been on two separate teams, not including the Lakers. He's been on two other teams, not including the Lakers. James Harden is in a situation where, yes, he has a better jump shot. He's better from the free throw line, can orchestrate the offense better, right? You already got a guy in Joel Embiid who can give you, who get, who could give you 30. I think James Harden can still be a focal piece in that 76ers offense with the where if you look over on the Lakers side of things. Ironically, their best success is when they have Russell Westbrook off the court. There's been like there's been multiple times where they've been down. Take Russ off the court, and all of a sudden they go on they go on a crazy run. There was actually a guy who actually did all the work. He actually did all the work. If Russ with all the missed free layups. If Russell Westbrook made only half of the missed layups that he did, only half of them, the Lakers are a top four seed, believe it or not. And if he makes 70% of those layups, they're the number one seed. This is actually something that someone actually took, like they took time and they actually broke it down mathematically. Showed all his work too, so that way you can't say it's a joke. Because when I first read it, I thought he was kidding. I thought he was BSing. I thought he was lying. But then he actually showed his work. And I was like, holy shit. It was actually a whole threat. When your shot can't fall, you need to rely on something else. Russell Westbrook can't play make for others. He just can't. And before anyone says, oh, yeah, the triple doubles, being a good passer and a good playmaker are two completely different things. If you can't differentiate those, basketball is not for you. I might even try to be mean, but it's a reality. You're an idiot if you can't differentiate the two. And if you don't know what I mean, I'll give you a perfect example. Kemba Walker can pass the ball. Chris Paul can play make for other people. I'm going to say that one more time. John Morant can pass the ball. LeBron James is a playmaker for other players. Say it one final time, just in case, because I don't want anyone else kind of makes match of what I'm saying. Being a good passer and a good playmaker are two completely different things. People always, I don't know why, but for some reason, people always want to try to pretend like they're the same. They're not. They're not. Just because you're one doesn't mean you're the other. So I just want to throw that out there. In my opinion, James Harden is more likely to have the bounce back year. Um, 
he's in a better system. He's got, you know, he's he's got a better system. He's got the better cast. He fits better with them. He fits better. And when I say better cast, I'm talking about better cast to placate kind of off of what each individual player can do. So, I, in my opinion, I think it's him. Uh, AP says Westbrook will bounce back if he becomes a six man. But that's the thing. I don't even... I don't I don't know if the six man spot would be for Russ because if he's the six man, that means he's gonna probably gonna want to run the second unit. You can't have Russ run that second unit. You, you you can't. That's kind of the awkward part about Russell Westbrook. There's no clean, there's no clean slot for him on this Lakers team. That's really the reality of it, right? So when you don't have a clear spot, you know, a, a clear place. It's always going to be hard for you to have a bounce back year. And if you look at James Harden, you know, James, give us 20 and 10. You don't got to, you don't got to do the days back in the day where you had to do 60 to, to win a game. No, just give us 20 points, right? Go to the free throw line. If you need to, it is what it is. No problem. You do that. Combine that with the fact that you got Joel and B, so you got a nice solid pick and roll. You've got other guys around you that you can be able to dish it to and, and let them kind of, you know, shoot, whatever the case may be. Now we got something. We really do. You, you kind of have something. Unfortunately for Russell Westbrook, he doesn't have that spot. So because he doesn't have that spot, I can't comfortably say he's going to bounce back because I don't know. Right, if 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 he doesn't have like you know an, an official role, like if they're not even if if he's not even on the same page with the organization on what they expect from him, he's beat. James Harden, the 76ers organization, whether it works out or not, they're at the bare minimum right now on the same page. And if because if they weren't on the same page, guess what? James Harden wouldn't have opted out. He wouldn't have opted out of that contract to only re-sign on a cheaper deal. Because then they there would have been a, a a line of miscommunication. Now, I'm not knocking Russ for taking that contract. Just saying, right now, the Russ and Lakers, they're kind of looking at things differently. They're looking at things differently. Because the Lakers wanted Russ not to pick up that player option. And Russ was like, I'm picking up the player option. So how can you have a bounce back here when you're already at odds? So for all those reasons, I think James Harden, I think he's going to be the one to bounce back. But I want to try something new with y'all. I want to have an uh, all-do-disrespect moment. It's going to be an award I give out on Mondays. Best way to start the week. For the dumbest people that I encountered. The inaugural, first ever, all-do-disrespect bozos of the week. Phoenix Suns fans, shut the hell up. With all-do-disrespect. I'm going to explain why. Ever since Kevin Durant came out and said that he wanted to trade, it's been nothing but Phoenix Suns fans talking about, oh, yeah. Hey, Kevin Durant said he wants to be a Phoenix Sun. Yeah, we got him. Ah. I've never in my life hated a fan base more than I've had, than I've hated the Phoenix Suns fan base for like the last two weeks. It doesn't matter if Kevin Durant said he wants to play for your team. That doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be on your team. 
I already went on my whole soliloquy on why I think it's not going to work. But there's some some bozos out there who listen to a to, who listen to, to to people out there who can't spell basketball. They think you play basketball with a bowling ball, and they call buckets a strike. They're listening to them talk about, oh yeah, Kevin Durant is coming today, no tomorrow, no the day after, no next week, no the week after, the week after that, the week after the week before the next week's eve that is before. No, shut up. Shut up. And by the way, AP says you must have never been around a Cowboys fan. I'm saying for the week. For this, I'm saying for this week. The Cowboys fans are quiet. NFL season, there's going to be, what, 17 weeks? 15 of those weeks is probably going to be Dallas fans. Probably. But for this week, it's Phoenix. And, and, you, and I'm glad you said that. Do you want to know why Phoenix? Because Phoenix is becoming like Dallas fans. The delusion is insane. It is wild. They're getting into that Dallas Cowboy territory of delusion. Stupidity, ignorance, unintelligence, you name it. I've, I, I swear, uh, re- regarding, a, regarding this situation, like a Kevin Durant situation, this is... And if, I, if anyone else has any other situation, I want you guys to let me know. Right? Let me know. Tag your boy on Twitter. Come on the Facebook page. If you go to our website, you can actually send us info. You can actually, you know, send us, you know, things. You can go there. I've never in my life have seen a, a fan base even dumber than I have today. Because I swear to God, next week. No, the week after. This was supposed to happen two weeks ago. Homie. Fam, Summer League is over. What are you talking about? Y'all was saying this was supposed to happen. I, I swear to God, people talking about, oh, yeah, as soon as he said it, yeah, he going to be a Phoenix Sun by the, by the end of the week. Only reason he was a Phoenix Sun was because he was in Phoenix to catch some suns because his bozo ass had a connected flight. That's it. But I got I to gotta hear these. I got to hear these Phoenix saying, we got him. We got him. And anytime you tell them anything logical, are you sure you got them? Are you sure? Yeah, you know, you know, they're gonna take Mikael Bridges and 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 Cam Johnson. They send to the Brooklyn. Brooklyn laughed at them. Oh well, if I'm Brooklyn, I would have, I would have taken it. You need to take your ass to the back of the barn to be put out of your misery, like old Yeller. That's what you need. I'm tired. I'm. T- I swear to God, I never. Th- I, I thought honestly, I thought I would never hate the Phoenix Suns. I thought I would never hate their fan base. But yo, you give these dudes a little bit of success, and all of a sudden these dudes it like gets in their head. Not all. Not all of a sudden. Yeah, bro. We watch out for us. You go. You all get sunburned. That's all they got. Sunscreen. The hell. Shoot, I'm sort of. I'll put bronzer on. I'll put. I'll get. I'll get Tanner. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Talking about. Oh, you be, You better watch out because it's scary hours. Scary up, homie. I'm. I'm ready. Yo, Michael Brooks has sons in full, and that's fine. That's four. Yeah, sons in four. Yes, you're right. Sons in four. Right, as in sons are in a ditch four feet deep. Just shallow enough where they can hear this success everyone else is having. 
I don't want to hear it, bro. I don't care. With all due disrespect, the inaugural, all due disrespect, Bozos of the Week, Phoenix Suns fan, hold that L. You're not getting Kevin Durant. Chris Paul finna retire in another year. Then Devin Booker's going to be looking around because DeAndre Ayton leaving. He's leaving. Then Devin Booker will be looking around like, huh, shoot. That was a good four years, huh? Goddamn. And now what? And guess what? After those four years, guess what? Just to spite y'all, Kevin Durant going to reopen Brooklyn. He going to reopen just to spite y'all. Just a... Best fan base in Chicago. Don't even... That's all I'm saying, man. And I mean it. I really do. Phoenix fans, you guys are idiots. And by the way, when y'all cry, do me a favor. Because when Kevin Durant don't go to y'all and y'all cry, do me one favor. Cry in a cup. Because I'm thirsty. And I'm going to sip on your tears. Follow us on Twitter. At Pride for Takes. Any news you guys want us to talk about, feel free to tag us in it. Catch us on Facebook. At Prideful Takes. Also on YouTube. At Prideful Takes. Visit our website, www.prideforthinks.com. Not only is every episode of the podcast up there, but we also have original articles. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at the Prideful Takes Podcast. If you have an iPhone, just say, hey, Siri, play the Prideful Takes Podcast, and she will take care of the rest. As always, go to fatcode.com. Use discount code PRIDEFULTAKES, all one word, to get 15% off all your organic skincare needs. They got stuff for men, women, babies, Chapsticks, shampoos, soaps, deodorant, you name it. They got it. Check out your boys TikTok PR uh at PR underscore pride22. Anything that doesn't get on the show, I'll put it on the TikTok. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate y'all being here. It has been your boy Pride. I'll be back here on Wednesday to talk more shit about your favorite team. Until then, y'all know what to do. Be safe. I knew where that was going. That was a great read. Lillard from the logo battle. Quiet the two on the season. Second and one for the Bills. They handle the rush. Allen looking. It's down. To to Shohei Otani. Center field. Let's watch it go. Did several of those inside low kicks.